So I am fresh off a client call and I'm going to share some real time info. How to avoid Sunday night work blues, fulfillment at home and work. Straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia and this is Pivot Me. Easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. I'm on a call with Lily and Mike, and they are talking about that sometimes that dread comes over them on Sunday night before they start their work week. Now, here's the thing. They love what they do. They both run their businesses. They love the businesses that they do, but it's a lot. It's a lot of responsibility, a lot of decisions. And Lily says, when I look over my schedule Sunday night, getting prepared for Monday morning, the overwhelm already starts creeping in. Mike agrees and he he says he hops into his inbox to try to get a jump on his Monday so it isn't so much work. What have they done here? Well, they've effectively just made their Sunday night Monday morning. Don't do this. Now, let's be clear. I have done this. I've done this for many, many, many years. Much of the beginning of my expertise starts by me doing it wrong for years. And then me course correcting and all the training and all the books and all the speaking and all the things to figure out a better way. And that's what I want to share with you. So do not make your Sunday a Monday. It was a terrible practice. Let's talk about what to do instead. Because every time they hop into their inbox, open their calendar, a different version of them shows up gearing up for the battle of business. That's not weekend, Lily. That's not that's not fun time, Mike. That's work, Mike. No one wants to hang out with work, Mike, on a Sunday. We walk around feeling overwhelmed yet underutilized. Do not gear up for your Monday on Sunday night. You will erode your balance and your tank has so little gas left in it each weekend until one day you run out. Insert breakdown. We want breakthroughs, not breakdowns. And this is just one of the reasons why this this whole concept of work-life integration can be dangerous. There's new research from uh, Sleep Judge, an organization that helps people get a good night's sleep. And they showed that an astonishing 81% of workers answered yes to the following questions. Do you experience elevated anxiety on Sunday in anticipation for Monday? And this is not people that hated their jobs. This is not people that hated their boss or their clients or the business that they've grown. This is just people kind of amping up for the Monday morning push. No doubt the people in this study, they're in their inboxes. They are thinking about it. They're planning it. They're looking at their schedule just like Lily and Mike are. They're thinking about their meeting on Tuesday that they've got to run and how Bob from accounting, he's going to railroad it like he always does. Bob, he's going to ask too many non-relevant questions. We've all got a Bob in the organization and you were dreading Bob on Tuesday morning but you're dreading it Sunday night. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you about a process to do on Friday at 2 p.m. And I'm also going to throw in a bonus about a process to do at 5 p.m. every workday. Super easy. All right, let's get into it. So practice tip. What Lily and Mike were doing on Sunday night, we're going to move that to Friday at 2 p.m. So plan your next week in advance. 
So instead of looking at it on Sunday and getting a jump on your inbox or looking at it Sunday, preparing for your calendar that's going to happen Monday and the rest of the week, you're going to do it Friday at 2 p.m. because that's when you are most acquainted with the projects, your progress. You are leaving detailed notes for yourself as though like Sandy is coming in on Monday and needs to fill in for you. You got substitute Sandy coming in. She isn't going to show the kids movie all days. No, Sandy, you're not going to snooze on through Monday. You left Sandy with a lesson plan. This is how detailed your notes are for yourself. That way you don't need to be reacquainted with what's going on, the priorities, et cetera, on Monday morning. You step into Monday morning and you are executing on the lesson plan you left for Sandy. And since we're in a vein here, we're in this vein of reducing stress, overwhelm, being present. I'm going to add another tool. This one is from, uh, this is actually from my digital course, Multiply Me. I think it's maybe module eight, probably module eight. At the very end of your work day, when that period of time is done for that day, so let's just say five o'clock, you're at the end of your work day, any day, Monday through Friday, whatever day you're working. Let me tell you, let me tell you first what people do wrong. They look at their list of all the things they did not get done. And again, don't hear judgment, hear experience. I did this for years too. So right before they leave their day, they reflect on all the things they didn't get done, all the things they got to do the next day. They end cap each day by looking at the gap. But I want you to look at the gain of your day. You're flipping this whole process on its head. At the end of your workday, the way you wrap up your day is ride that victory float. You sit back in your chair and you marvel at what you actually did accomplish today. Last part of your day, you focus on the gain, not the gap. Will this change your productivity? Well, maybe, but will you feel accomplished when you leave the office? You're gonna be focused on your wins. That changes how you show up because because how you leave your office, how you leave your workday is often how you walk through the front door of your home. Walk in like a winner. Walk in like the person that's riding the victory float, not the schlep that didn't check off his last three to-dos. Everything demands your attention right now. You want to be on your A-game, but you need two of you just to manage your day. But what if I could multiply you? What if I told you there are secrets that top performers are using right now to still get ahead? There are and I'll give them to you. In my new Four Steps videos, I'll show you how to master distraction, practice prioritization, get the right things done without working more hours. And for now, I'm doing it for free. Your time is priceless right now and you need to take back control of your day and your to-do list. Go to pivot-me.com backslash four steps. And you can begin the videos within seconds. We all need more time right now. And four steps will give it to you. Yes, you can multiply yourself. And I'll show you how to do it in four steps. So here's here's the moral of the story, right? Be present. Be where your feet are. In fact, that's actually a great mantra to adapt. Be where my feet are. If I'm at fairy tale town with my kids, I gotta be there. I can't be on my phone. I can't be looking at my kids, but really planning my morning meeting. I mean, I gotta be there, be present. That is the good stuff. If I'm sitting at a ski lodge in the mountains, I gotta be in the mountains. I gotta be like excited about the powder. I can't be thinking about something at work. 
or else I'm robbing myself of the joy of the moment. Be where your feet are and ditch the Sunday night blues. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.